Hey everyone, this is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian. I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes. Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everybody, to AM Reviews. It's Muhammad and Adrian, and today we're here to review the film Kimmy on HBO Max. And this film stars Zoe Kravitz as Angela Childs, um, Erica Christensen as Samantha something, Rita Wilson <laughs> as Natalie, <laughs> Jamie Camille as Antonio Rivas, Rivas, I think. Um, and then we have a few other people. But essentially, this film is about a tech worker with agoraphobia discovers recorded evidence of a violent crime, but is met with resistance when she tries to report it. Seeking justice, she must do the thing she fears the most. She must leave her apartment. So what did you get from the film? Kimmy. Yeah, Kimmy um, was pretty a little better than I thought it was going to be. Um, definitely um, one of those films where um, it's definitely a time piece. It's modern. It's um, kind of like current stage COVID, which I don't know if it's post-COVID or um, less scary part of pandemic COVID, but we're in COVID. Um, and uh, we are dealing with tech, um, a Kimmy service similar to that of like a Siri and Alexa that kind of a thing and um and how it how it can be used has been used um so yeah it's it's pretty pretty interesting it started off um it felt like like a black mirror episode um but yeah it was a good film all in all pretty short too yeah it's only an hour and a half um i thought the concept of the film was very interesting it's kind of like a thriller suspenseful film but by the end of the film i felt disappointed um, I felt like it didn't go far enough with some of the things that it was introducing and mm. it left me kind of empty. Yeah, I could see that it maybe felt a little unresolved, um, or wrapped up too nicely in a way. Yeah. But not even just that the people that are chasing her, they're just stupid. <laughs> they're, they're not even smart. They're, I think about the dog catchers in uh, 101 Dalmatians. Yeah, they they are absolutely idiots. I mean, they're just stupid. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's really interesting. I think Zoe Kravitz plays a really good role here. Um, somebody who's very afraid to leave her apartment and just paranoid about everything. Um, so I thought she did really well in her role. Yeah, I think so. I've played it very well. Um, yeah, it felt very, very believable and um, and natural. Nothing was like too um, far fetched from reality. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, and you learn a lot about her through just her actions, just the way that she's moving, how she's interacting mm-hmm. with her environment. Um, also, just talking to people um, through you know, um, FaceTime or Zoom 
or just through the computer because she only sees a few people for most of the film um just through you know uh technology she uses that to communicate because she's afraid to go outside because something happened to her um and we don't get that for a while mm-hmm. i mean they kind of tease it we know something happened but they don't tell us exactly what happened until a little later yeah um we get bits and pieces there there's no big exposition um which is which is refreshing right in these movies someone not kind of just summing everything up in five minutes in the middle of the film to catch people up but it 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 almost feels like one of those real-time movies like like i felt like it was just an hour and a half but it almost felt like these events could happen as quickly as they did like in real time like you didn't we didn't miss out on too much once the story got started um i'd say probably the day of the the important call but we can get into the plot a little bit so um we have very, so the, the story is centered around, um, well, who you think it's centered around at first is this person who seems to be super rich um, over this company. Um, and he's looking at stock markets and things, quiet life, um, gets a strange phone call. Um, and just says, you know, like, you know, here's a second payment. Um, you get it today. Um, we'll take care of it, that kind of a thing. So like hush hush, very secretive. And then we meet the main character um, who is um, just in her apartment, um, very um, to herself, right? For, for reasons that we find out, but um, yeah, it's, it's a pretty, I'd say boring story, right? She's, um, you, I, you could, you could, it really was in the beginning. I mean, you could pick up that it was, um, she's, a, a, a daydreamer or someone who's looking at her window all the time. She sees someone across the window waves um, and send a message. So there's some relationship there with this guy. Um, and she says she's going to meet him outside for eggs at the, at the food stand. And she doesn't show because she gets to the door and you, you find out that she um, is afraid of germs um, and cannot leave her apartment. Not, not, not very easily at least. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's really supposed to meet this guy, um, but eventually he comes over later and, you know, he wants to go out with her. He, he wants her to leave the apartment, you know, just do normal things. The setting is during the pandemic. So, you know, people are going to be hesitant to go out and do things. But hers is even more extensive to where it's crippling for her to even walk outside. Um, but really, if I was this guy, I, I got to leave her. I mean, especially by the end of the movie. Because, <laughs> no, you can't be saying this and then I'm still going to be all happy. And and no, I'm just not doing that. I don't, I mean, it was hard. It's also, it was hard to see like how long this relationship has been happening. You could say it was, I guess, maybe the beginning of COVID. Because um, it seems as if that's kind of like the most comfortable place in the beginning is talking through the window, the text message. Um so yeah, very interesting, but we, we don't see much of their relationship in the movie. No, but you get the gist that there was some previous, um, I guess, uh, interactions in between them before. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 had a, they had a very, um, which was interesting, I think, because- Friends with benefits? <laughs> she's afraid of germs. She doesn't like any of that, but she does let him come over on her own terms, though. 
and she's very particular even whenever he gets there when he's there that kind of a thing um so he's but he's being strung along um and um i guess it's it's good enough for him to stick around (laughs) (laughs) yeah i guess so i don't know if i could actually by the end of the film definitely not but (laughs) i guess leading up to that most likely i guess but um she's (laughs) she's <laughs> she is a tech worker so she uh works for this company i'm not sure what the name of it is but they have this little device called kimmy which is like an alexa or what's another one siri you know something like that where you ask it a question mm-hmm. and then it responds or records something um and pretty much her job is to correct those answers or or questions that Kimmy gets wrong whenever, you know, somebody who's bought that device has said. Um, so she does that pretty much all day. And then one day she just comes across one of these recordings and it just sounds like there's somebody in distress, this woman who's screaming, but there's loud music being played over it. So, um, you know, she does her little, uh, you know, tech stuff and takes away the music and then she hears a part or one part of the recording very clearly of this woman screaming and she wants to investigate further, but, um, you know, she doesn't have the resources to do that. So she talks to some of her colleagues or some people that she knows that can, you know, help her get the rest of the recording. Um, and I think it's slightly illegal or something. She needs some kind of, um, I guess, passage or something for it to, for her to get the full recording. And uh, yeah, it, it, it brought up this weird thing for me um, while, while watching this idea of how much information is like out there, yeah. um, able to be retrieved at all times and how that's terrible. But then it kind of felt like at the end, it was like, well, maybe, maybe this is a good thing. I don't <laughs> in the right <laughs> hands, I guess. Yeah. In the right hands, it, you know, technology has its pros and its cons, and we see both of that, both of those things in this film. Um, and I thought that was pretty interesting that they brought that up in, I think, many ways. That was one example of them just, you know, kind of invading that woman's privacy through um, that little device. You know, I, I have an Alexa, but I don't really use it. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, we it's probably recording. Exactly. Every now and again, it turns blue and we don't know what's happening. I think it's updating. Or it's on green? No. So we did find out it turns yellow whenever you have a package delivered um, and pulses. But, and I guess the internet goes in and out sometimes. So it'll reconnect and connect and just kind of ding in the background. And there's always the off chance in conversation where it goes, "Uh uh-huh. Like, he th- like it thought it heard Alexa and no one said Alexa. So you never know when it's listening. Well, mine hasn't done that. It, it, it doesn't respond unless I say, hey, Alexa. Oh, well, ours has mine of its own. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Which one do you have? It's the Echo Dot. Oh, I got the same one. Third generation? Oh, uh, maybe. I don't know. Well, it's the kind of like flat cylinder one. Yeah. And it was pretty short. Like it's not tall okay we'll probably have the same one yeah <laughs> just keep an eye on that thing you know? <laughs> it might just be pulsing in color you not even notice 
I mean, I look at it sometimes and it'll have the rings lighting up either blue or some kind of greenish color. But um, I don't know what green means. Me neither. Um, I don't really use it that much. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yet we still have them plugged up at all times. Yeah. Um, I, I just thought it was interesting just to buy it. I was like, okay, let me see what I can do with this. But I haven't done anything yet. Um, yeah. But that is one thing that shows up in this film, um, the invasion of privacy. Um, because later on, we see that when, um, what's her name? Angela Childs, the main character, goes to report this crime. The company that she works for just gets her face, face ID or um, eye scan yeah. without even, you know, consulting her. Crazy. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. I believe if I went somewhere right now in Apple headquarters underground, Face ID would get me in because they have it. <laughs> they say they don't, but I bet they do. But I, I mean, really, you've already checked off on that because you you Every open time, your phone. Update. Mm-hmm. Well, you open your phone. You've already agreed to all the terms and conditions. So <laughs> they have your face, fingerprint. Um, I don't know, card information. Yeah. Where you and live. It's a big thing. I think, I mean, the Apple, I think they won a case or it might be still going on with where the government pressured Apple into giving them information. And they said, no, we won't unlock the phone for you. Um, oh yeah. That was like what, five years ago or something. I think it was It's still, I don't know if they, I think the government lost if they're still fighting. But well, I mean, like when it no, first happened. Right. Oh yeah. It happened a couple of years ago. Yeah. Five or six years ago. Cause it was like some kind of terrorist or something. Mm-hmm. Terrorist phone. Yep, one on like a terrorist phone. I said, and nope, we won't a... do it. And wasn't there somebody else who said, I can unlock it for them? I think that's what happened. Apple kept saying no, and they has got a hacker to do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they'll take whatever measure. But um, yeah, where was I? So, yeah, she kind of witnesses this crime. So somehow she's able to visualize what happened while also listening to it because we hear the full crime of it happening. Um, So I'm not sure she knows who the CEO of the company is, but pretty much it's the CEO of the company that she works for or talking to the woman who's screaming. And um Pretty much he threatens her and says, you know, I'm, you know, I'm done with you. And she said, I know what you did and everything, you know, you assaulted me. And then, you know, he leaves and he calls his goons and this is all on the recording. And, you know, they kill her and then zip her up in a body bag and take her wherever. But, um, you know, it's pretty traumatic for the main character because we found out a little later that she was assaulted also. Um, and this is when she's trying to report the crime to um, some lady, Rita Wilson, um, yeah. which in her case, I mean, I, I thought what she was doing was reasonable. I mean, you can't just go straight to the FBI without hearing the evidence. Like, So it's a hard, <laughs> you know, I thought about that position. Because honestly, I mean, my work is usually not that serious, but it can be. And we have to have meetings with students. Um, 
And sometimes we have to have the police come in um, and or whatever. And depending on the situation, sometimes it is better if you just let me see it now. Um, but I, I, I always feel like I can see in the, in the person's eyes I'm talking to how they may be like, no, but you work for the man. I can't <laughs> without the police here. Um, so more often than not, we call them first. But oddly enough, I just felt like, ah, I could, like, I felt like I was in Rita's position and just, I want to know. I won't cover it up. I promise. Just let me know. But she was going to cover it up, obviously. Um, but she was at the top, though. I mean, this is like the top person that you report anything to. What's unclear to me is if she would have listened and done what she said she was going to do. If she, it was unclear if she got a tip from the CEO or not. Because he got a phone call before that. So he may, she may have been tipped off and told that was going to happen. I feel like if she wasn't, she would have done the right thing. I don't know if I really got that. I mean, I just I felt know. like it's unclear. They don't really go into detail. Yeah, she just I leaves. She just leaves, and then you know those goons come in. the The idiots. I mean, they they are just stupid. <laughs> first of all, why they walk in so slow? <laughs> that's the, that's the first thing. I mean, they could have started running a long time ago. Um, not being able to catch them was was a joke. And also, are you going to be a goon or not? Run those people over. What are you doing? Right? Uh, when they got into the van, but that was later in the story. Yeah. They're so stupid. And they act like she's so elusive, but she's really not. They're like, oh, yeah, I thought you had this handled. Let's, oh, well, you know, we thought we did, but I'm going to need some extra money. She what? had Harley Quinn abilities in this <laughs> film, apparently. Average person able to, to evade overly strong opponents. By luck. Well, I'm not even getting to the ending part yet. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm talking about before they actually track her down, you know, in just the middle of some um, park or whatever. But they were just idiots. Just, you know, these two guys who are walking around. I mean, you, if this guy is pretty much paying his full salary, because he said he had no more money, I think right. once or twice. I mean, you can you need a SWAT team on this. This woman should not be just walking around so freely. You got these right. two bums over here trying to catch her, and they can't run. Yeah, um, I don't. He he definitely should have went with somebody else. <laughs> the only person who was useful was the guy on the computer who tracked her. Right, right. But also now. There's a feature now where um, I think iPhones can stay tracked um, even if they're off. She can find them. Oh, so you mean like the find my iPhone feature? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure. Um, now, when it, your phone says it's dead, it actually still has a huge, you know, a small percentage because it still shows you the dead symbol. I think as long as it can do that, it'll still be trackable. Because they recently changed it where if you use like a metro card or you, have a, or you have some kind of transit card, it'll still use even if the phone is dead completely. So I think tracking is not available. But either way, in this one, um, when she turned her phone off, it stopped being tracked. I thought, I thought 
he was smart in being able to track the phone. But I would have thought if they have all this technology and all this capability and stuff, how could he have not already just looked up where she was going and saw her route? Like he did that after the fact. Yeah. She she put in the the um address for the FBI. Right. And her maps. I said that's so stupid. When I saw that, I was like, that's so dumb. Go to a private browser or something. You can't just be using the thing that they're, you know, they're tracking you. You need to th- you need to throw it <laughs> in the trash. You need to go to track phone. Okay. Get you track from the from the uh, gas station, and and that's how you do this off the grid. This is why I thought they were so stupid. I'm like, she's not being so elusive or like being like the smartest person ever. No. Like what? What are these guys even being paid for? Yeah, not not the best. They're just complete idiots. And then I mean, they finally do catch her whenever she's at this uh, some kind of rally. Um, I think it was a privacy rally. I couldn't tell who they were pro or against what, but I think it was about <laughs> privacy rights. Probably. Um, but yeah, they catch her. Um, they bring her back to her apartment and try to um, interrogate her. But also this random guy who's been kind of watching her throughout the film. Right. Um, he just shows up. <laughs> Yeah, now, it doesn't explain why he's outside if he's always inside too. Yeah, if he's afraid like her, because he says that he said, I, "You know, I've been watching you for a while. Um, you know, I was able to find out who you were just from you know just looking it up. It wasn't that hard." But I thought that he was somebody that she already knew, like maybe she hired him and he was watching her. But no, mm-hmm. he's just some random guy who lives across the street. Why are you risking your life? You idiots. If you're afraid to go outside, why would you go out and do that for her? So stupid. I don't know. It's peeping Tom. <laughs> the only way. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I maybe thought. Like, okay, if he feels like he'll, if he saves her, maybe he'll, you know, have a chance with her. But mm-hmm. no, he's just an idiot. <laughs> he's just stupid. He's just stupid. The movie, as it went along, it just got worse. It got worse for me. Um, the goons are complete buffoons. And this guy at the end who's supposed to be her savior, he's stupid too. If you have the same fears as her, why would you go outside? But, you know, they take him in. They stab him, beat him up a little bit. Right. Um, and I don't know why they don't restrain her. I mean, what, what are you being paid for? Again, just idiots. <laughs> What are you being paid for? And then, you know, she, um, you know, she's in her own environment. So she knows how everything works. Mm -hmm. And she tells Kimmy to, you know, turn on the music and do some other things. Mm -hmm. And she kicks a table in one of the goons face and then, you know, runs up into the attic or whatever. Um, And then they can't find her. What what made her think about that was a FaceTime call from her mom um, that showed up on the computer and the goons um saw it and weren't going to answer but then she told Kimmy to answer so she saw I was so I thought maybe at that point the mom would have called the police from there (laughs) that was the point of that otherwise it didn't do anything for the plot yeah she saw them she was like oh who are you (laughs) right I would think that the police would have showed up at that point 
but the the whole ending wrapped up really really quickly so they didn't they didn't take any time to flesh that out no and one of the guys one of the goons his name is actually glasses thug (laughs) (laughs) they didn't take time to name him and he was the more important one i thought yeah i guess but they're all stupid no so you're thinking of revis antonio no No, i'm thinking with the second tier he was a driver oh um, with the glasses because he he looks like a chef from food network i forget his name but um, Uh, fury no (laughs) it's the only chef from food network you know no it's um oh gosh let me see network Louisiana. Well, why are you looking that up? These guys are just complete idiots. Um, you know, she hides up in the attic and then she has some kind of nail gun, shoots one of them in the face, and then beats up the rest of the guys and then pretty much kills them. And then her um side dude comes in, you know, he's got he's got flowers and everything, and she calls the police. While also saying that, you know, there's three dead bodies in my room. And that's when, you know, I just got, I had enough. What? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, as that man, I am oh, not oh, standing Oh, that's when there. you would have walked away? Yeah. You said there's three dead bodies. What are you doing in there? No, actually, I'm not asking any questions. I'm running. I'm, I'm getting out of there. I, only one body on his mind. So. <laughs> and then there's a happy ending with them just walking out smiling at the end of the film. I'm like, what? Right. How can you and stay with this clip of the guy getting arrested? We don't get any closure. We don't get, is the company going down? The stock crash? Um, did Rita or did Rita, Rita, or Rita um, Wilson's character get punished? We don't get any resolution from most of the stuff. We just oh. see that he gets arrested <laughs> and she goes outside without a mask. <laughs> yeah. Now she feels free, I guess. Um, right. COVID can't do anything to her. <laughs> and then this movie is listed at two and a half hours so i was being prepared that's for... what i saw <laughs> i saw it was listed as two and a half hours and i was like i paused it and i was like oh it's only five minutes left huh i thought there definitely should have been more to this film a lot more yeah something got left on the editing room floor an hour? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> An hour worth of content. I don't know what happened. I don't know where it went, but I did look it up as well. And I saw that it said two hours and what, 28 minutes, something like that, runtime. Yeah. It's not there. No. I was expecting, I was like, wait a minute, the movie's over? I mean, I, I mean, I wanted more from this film. I, I thought it was going in good places, but it just got really dumb at the end. And <laughs> surprisingly, it's rated very well. It is. I mean, everything they do in the movie, they, with the exception of the thugs, I think it's done well. It just was missing some exposition. It's more, I don't know. Need more time. I agree, but I think we needed better closure. It just wrapped up too quickly. 
Mm. Um, I thought it was filmed pretty well. You know, you get oh yeah different angles of you know the the people interacting, her interacting with her environment. It definitely looked really looked really good. Yeah, it did. Um, but it was disappointing. Those thugs are just stupid. Really stupid. That man, he he got conned out of his money. I mean, because he was breaking the bank just paying for them. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he must have enough money personally not to notice because he had a wife and a kid. They were, <laughs> they were in the movie for like two minutes total. Um, but uh, yeah, didn't get, didn't get much. Nope. What happened to his family? Yeah, what happened to them? Did they know? Did they know why he's arrested? Did she know he was cheating? Did they have an arrangement? <laughs> how did she, how did he meet the person that he killed or had killed? He was a high value man. He was just trying to have his um, you know, side piece. It was the worst day. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> yeah, but it it didn't end in a good way. Um those idiots just ruined the movie for me. The, the goons. They weren't smart at all. No, they were they were Saturday morning level goons. <laughs> yeah. Um like Power Rangers goons. Not even not even like like kids DC or you know a super wide head better villains, I feel like, but um yeah. Super why? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they still make new episodes. Or is that considered old now? Because um, it wasn't. I was older when that came out. Yeah, I was in high school. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if it still comes out. I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, I think Zoe Kravitz, she did very well. She's supposed to be what is it? Um, Catwoman. Right. So that'll be interesting to see. Right. This is like her. This is what she did for HBO on the side. <laughs> yeah. Um, but these YouTube people, they like it. They like this movie. <laughs> I mean, I can see why in elements and parts, but not the whole thing. Yeah. Let's see what some of the critics say. A housebound thriller with a 21 century spin. Uh, Kimmy Fines, director Steven um, Soderbergh in crowd pleasing form. Thanks in no small part to not saying performance from Zoe Kravitz. I mean, it's, I think maybe people really like it because it's like relevant, you know, tech, Alexa, COVID in a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, That's not really that special. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. Yeah, I feel like it wasn't that much of a thriller either. Um, it would have been more of a thriller if the goons were more threatening, but they mm-hmm. weren't. Or if they did it like, um, oh, what's that movie? I want to call it Twenty Four Hours, but I don't think that's a movie. I think that's a show. But it was a movie uh, where they get different perspectives from a video of like a terrorist attack. I know what you're talking about. What movie is it? it Forrest Whitaker was in it, right? Oh, Forrest Whitaker was in it. He had the camera. Yeah. (laughs) What was that movie? That was a good movie. 
Yeah, it was really good. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, look at Forrest Whitaker stuff. But if it had that level, like, angles and stuff from the recordings from Kimmy, because they did a little bit of those snippet uh, clips of what she kind of imagined was happening with the sounds and the recording, I feel like that could have been longer. We could have had flashbacks to that, maybe. Or even flashbacks from her own life. Yeah. Um, but in that, oh, Vantage Point, that's what it was called. Vantage Point, yeah. That's a good movie. Yeah, but in that one, you know, you get, oh, it's not rated very well, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. 34%. 34? Maybe I don't remember that well. I feel like they're, just, I think they're judging it harshly. <laughs> I thought it was I good at the right. time. This has like a 90 something. Is this a 34? I, we need to, they need to redo this. <laughs> I mean, well, we're going to get to our ratings, but percentage yeah. wise, where would you put Kimmy? I mean, I put it in like the top 75 percentile. Um, maybe 80s. It's a solid B. I don't know. This is like C minus at best. C minus. Oh, no. I wouldn't put it as C minus. I would a solid B. It just needed, I needed more. You wrote me a paper. I needed about one or two more pages for you to really dive in. Um, yeah, I told you 10 page double space and you gave me two pages double space. <laughs> yeah. And then you made an invisible margin <laughs> and tried to squeeze it. So it, it looked a little longer, but I didn't play those tricks. Um, I didn't, you didn't fool me with that. You've why done that before? Point rated 30, uh, well, maybe. Um, why is Vantage Point rated 34% on Rotten Tomatoes? That is, that is not fair. You know, it's just because Forrest Whitaker, they're judging it harsh. <laughs> That's what it is. They're not always right. Um, no. Because actually, I don't think people actually like this film, Kimmy. Um, mm. You know, IMDb. That's more of a right. f- fan rating. That's 6.3 out of 10. Um, True. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I did like the, the concept and everything, but just not enough. And just dumb goons. Um, <laughs> but let's go ahead and rate this one. So the lowest rating is trash. Middle is background noise. And the highest is a banger. So how would you rate the film? Kimmy. I rate Kimmy as... Um, I rate it as a... As a middle of the road background noise, I think, um, because it literally can be um, background noise. I think you get you pick up on the story pretty quickly. It's pretty easy to guess and predict. So, except for how easy it was for her to win at the end, um, that wasn't easy to predict. But yeah, well, nothing special. I agree. Um, nice to look at, but oh yeah, definitely nice to look at. Um, but I'm going to go with a low background noise because it really disappointed me. I thought it set up things pretty well, but never went many places with those things. And, um, pretty much you don't really have to watch all the film to get it. Like you said, you can check Mm -hmm. in and out and you'll get the gist of it. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. 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 It's, uh. So an audience review said Kimmy is an updated version of the Jimmy Stewart classic Rear Window, staring the no, starring. They said 
they spelled it staring, but starring <laughs> the underappreciated Zoe Kravitz, who is the only saving grace of this film. Kimmy uses the isolated effects. Uh, what's the rest of this? Kimmy uses the isolated effects of COVID as part of the plot. And while it isn't a major issue or crammed down the, the viewer's throat, man, this is too long. What a paper. <laughs> I'm just going to end it there. Either way, they rated it one star. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't think the audience likes it as much. The critics mm-hmm. do. But right. uh, I guess I would recommend it, but don't go in with high expectations. No, if you like, if you like uh, Zoe Kravitz, I mean, watch that. But um, <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing. You, you're not missing that on this one. No one's at, no one at work's talking about this. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, there's some reviews out there, but not a whole bunch. Uh, but any other thoughts about Kimmy? Uh, no, not really. I went in not expecting much. Um, I didn't know much about the, the story before I watched. Um, but yeah, it's an interesting take. Um, I don't know if it's the message is disconnect because you're being watched or try to be watched more in case something bad happens. Mixed signals there. <laughs> well, either way, you're doomed. It, and you sign the terms and conditions. Yeah. Um, but that does it for us at AM Reviews. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Make sure to check out our other platforms, including YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description. And if you want to send us a message, you can click the message link to get featured on the show. And thanks for listening.